Launched just two and a half years ago, 2015. No debt, no loans, no VC. 250 authors. They've helped write their books for about 25 grand a pop. 250 in the pipeline. They'll do, and they're averaging about 25 to 30 new authors per month. 30 folks, 30 full tribe members per month. Over 100 plus freelancers. They just broke 11.3 million bucks in total cumulative revenue since launch. G. This is the top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue. Or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Many of you listening right now don't have time to listen to every B2B SaaS CEO that I've interviewed. If you want to get access to the database I've created with year-over-year growth rates, customer accounts, margins, and many, many other data uh, metrics and data points, you can go to getlatka.com. Here's the thing, though. This database... I keep it to myself, it's so freaking valuable. And to preserve the quality of the data and make sure that the people that have access to it have a true advantage, I'm only letting 10 companies on each month. So we're full this month, but you can go to getlatka.com to get on the waiting list for next month. And look, there's big people on the waiting list. I mean, the biggest VCs you've ever heard of. You've probably heard of them. They're big, private equity, billions and billions under management. So it's an impressive waiting list. Go get on now at getlatka.com. This is episode 790. Coming up tomorrow morning, I talk to Bright Funnel CEO Chris Mann, and I walk. He walks us through how their marketing tech has passed three million dollars in annual recurring revenues and 70 customers. Hello, everyone. My guest today is JT McCormick. He's an American businessman, author, and speaker. Most recently, he serves as president of technology uh, company Headspring before his current role as president and CEO at Book in a Box. JT, are you ready to take us to the top? Nathan, let's do it, man. All right. Is it possible to buy a bestseller? <laughs> of, of, of course it is. You've got a, a lot of people out there who actually do it. So yeah, it's, it's uh, as we've always said, you can buy anything. So yes. What's it cost? Ooh, that that's a different question because uh, there's there's a lot of pieces that go with that. You know, is the book well received? Are there people who are actually interested in the book? So there's a lot of factors that go into that. So to be able to actually throw a, a specific dollar amount, that that's a tough call. I'll throw one out, but I won't mention the name of the person that spent it because they're a good friend of mine. But they really wanted to get a book out there. They knew it would increase their speaking fees, so they spent almost a quarter of a million bucks, right, to get this thing written and and sold in a way. That, look, I'm just going to be directly transparent that totally would games the system right you know they know the new york times there's some factors they look at and one of them is you can't do bulk orders you got to have you know individual people buying three books at the indie bookstores all across the country on a certain day on a certain time in the first week and it's like putting together a freaking political campaign Exactly, exactly. And and the number you threw out there is not far-fetched at all. And I'll, I'll take it a step further. There are people who've even pushed that number higher. Yeah, yeah. No, here's the thing about that, right? So I read this person's book when it went out, and it was shit. I mean, it yeah. was one of the worst things I've ever read in my life. And I'm like, I wonder if their speaking fees still increase. And you know what, JT? They did. So it, it works. Like, it's a positive, yep. as a, from a business perspective, it's a positive ROI, even though the book was shit. Something's wrong. No, it's definitely something's wrong. And, and here's the deal. You, you, you come back to what, what I call the value prop is, okay, you got, a, you got a shitty book and you hit New York Times bestseller. Okay, great. But what's the content? I mean, is that really what you want to be known for is I put out a shitty book? I, 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 
it just um, for for me, it's not what we specialize in. We're looking for actual content, valuable, meaningful content that we put into the books. What I'm most concerned about, though, is using the example you just gave. That should hurt them. Right, their speaking fees should go down. Right, if more people are reading, you know, reading their shitty book, less people should book them. Like it just it exposes that you're more bad. Right, the problem is that it's not working like that because they're able to put in their bios everywhere on their keynote pages, blah blah blah. New York Times, Wall Street Journal bestseller, and that one sentence adds so much value. It 10x covers up any negatives from the shitty content you put out. So, like people are gonna keep gaming the system until that changes in my opinion well you you the, the key word of what you said there you said that should not happen but shit the the kardashians should not be famous yeah. so i mean you can't, there, there's a lot of shoulds in this world but there, there's some things that you just can't control and unfortunately you can control gaming the system yep all right talk to me about book in the box how do you fit into this ecosystem Wow, how do we fit into it? So we we have now made it more, um, we, we've made it to where authors can actually publish their book. And and, and I'll, I'll go right to the, the root of this. So many people have said, oh, I've wanted to write a book for three, five. I, I just met a gentleman this weekend. He's been a professional speaker for 22 years and he does not have a book. And he said, I, I don't have a book because I don't have time to write a book. Well, we've essentially eliminated eliminated that time factor because for us we just ask that you sit back grab your beverage of choice let us interview you pull that information out and let us do the hard work of writing now keep in mind this is still your content your book written in your tone your voice so we're not ghostwriters we don't go off create a manuscript come back slap nathan's name on it and then boom there's a book this is your content your tone your voice let me guys tell you how this actually works they have a beautiful warehouse office in Austin and right next to it is this big beautiful brewery right so what they do <laughs> you sign them you send them the money they take you to the brewery get you drunk as you know whatever and then you just spill all your beans which is great storytelling and then they make it a book for you right that's how it works JT that's, that's how we're and, the, and then we put you on the on the shelf and we we put it up there for all the world to see and for the people next door who are drinking to come and read your book <laughs> that's awesome all right so if these kinds of people are listening Listening right now they're wondering okay what's it cost so real simple it's twenty five thousand five thousand dollars a month for five months so it, when, when you look at the quality of our book this isn't you know the quote-unquote self-publishing let me run down to kinko state staple some shit together and then it's it's garbage no these books you can set on any shelf and in fact some of them are on the shelf at barnes and noble and you would not know the difference if it was random house or book in a box who published the book well and you guys so so full transparency uh I just got a major book deal from from Portfolio Random House, and I have a podcast because I'm a shitty writer. It's easy for me to talk, right? So naturally, right. writing a book is going to be challenging. I'm going to try and do it, but I've had conversations with you guys already, and maybe we end up working together. But the 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 thing is, you guys are actually—I mean, publishers are actually embracing you. You're working directly with a lot of these big publishing companies because you're making it easier for their authors to get good content out. Exactly. Exactly. We've put together numerous uh, manuscripts and proposals which then the author takes to the big publishing houses and then they get the advances and and you, you take it from there so we have uh, even made that easier for not only the author but in many ways the publishing house as well yep how many books did you guys get out uh in uh, last year 2016 
Oh, 20. Let, let me give you a holistic number. We okay. have worked now with over 500 authors. Okay, five. And and when you say worked with, that that that's not just them like thinking about working with you. That's they they've written the book. That's, it's released. It's out there. There are, I would say, take that number, put it in half. Those are published, and the other half are still in the process of writing the book. So these are people who are either in the process or we have published their books already. Okay, and how over how many years has this 500 number kind of accumulated? When was year one? Oh, God, we're only a two-and-a-half-year-old startup. Okay, so 2015. Yeah. So 2015 to 2017, you've worked with 500 people. I mean, can I do the math? 500 times 25 grand. You guys have done about 12.5 million bucks in revenue. Uh, I'll, I'll do. I'll do you one better. Here's what what I, I very much enjoy. Well, so our price. Come on, changed. JT. What's no, no, the no, number? I, I, I'm going to do you one better. So you'll, you'll love this because I, I I've looked at your podcast. I've looked at some. You of know your what guests. to expect, baby. So Come on. Get, get this one. You'll love this. We are a two and a half year old startup. So we're the other unicorn, all right? In this in this society of where we celebrate this this bullshit billion dollar valuation, which no one can actually prove. We we as Book in a Box have no debt, no loans, no private equity, no VC money, and we are extremely profitable. There are not too many two and a half year old startups who can say that right now. So to your point, you did the math. Keep in mind, we've changed the pricing a couple of times. So tell to, us about that. There's lessons in there. So what did it start at? Why'd you increase it? Why'd you decrease it, et cetera? Oh gosh. So when we first started, uh, when matter of fact, when I first met Tucker and Zach, I came to them because I wanted someone to do my book. So Who's Zach, I, by I, the I, way, we don't know Zach. I, Zach is the, 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 so Tucker and Zach are the co-founders. Got it. And so when I first came to them, how I actually got here to, to be the CEO is I was looking for someone to do my book and no clue how to, how to write a book. Truth be told, I can't tell you an adverb from a pronoun. And so what happened, I, I got involved with them. I'll spare you the story unless you want to hear it, but obviously became the CEO. Well, when I first met with Tucker, he's at my office and I said, okay, well, how, how much do I spend? They had a pricing model of 10,000, 18,000 and 30,000. Okay. And Tucker says, well, you know, and he never really gave me an answer. And I said, okay, well, what, what is it? What should I spend? So I went directly with 30 because I wanted high quality and I knew I was going to make them work for that 30 grand. Well, what did he tell you though? It was like, was it, they were going to put four writers on it instead of two or like, what was the extra value? So the extra value goes into there. There's, there's hardcover. There is uh, timelines that, that are involved. So that was the difference, but here, here's why we went through this iteration. So, you know, this, we were a startup. If you have a 10,000 price point, a, uh, 18 and a 30, but people are not familiar with your service and product. No one wants to be the asshole who goes, well, I'm only going to spend 10, but no one wants to, you know, jump out on the ledge and say, well, I'll spend the full 30. So the main price point was right around $18,000. So I said, okay, guys, look, one, we're undercharging for the service that we have in the, in the high quality product that we're putting out. We need to take this up to 25,000. And that is the one and only price that that's involved. Interesting. Yes. And I look, I love the clarity. So uh, all that being said, great lessons, great story, but you still avoided my question. So it's less than 12 million because it sounds to like get a lower price point early on. Actually, we're, we're about, let's call it a, uh, 11 million three is okay. the exact okay, number. Okay, that's pretty close. Yeah. That's pretty touche, yeah. right? That's pretty close. Yeah. So he's like, take that, Nathan. Here's your fucking number. All right. Exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> and what are you guys at from a velocity perspective? I mean, it, like in 2017 and 2018, how many books you'll think you'll put out? 
2018, I, you know, we we pushed our limits now where we're, we're we're maximizing monthly. We're averaging anywhere between 25 and 30 author new authors a month. That's and great. I, I foresee that going up con continuously. So in 18, we'll we'll push the boundaries, and we're looking to hit right between 50 and 75 a, a month. Jeez Louise. Okay, so what's your staff look like? What's your team size? So we actually have uh, almost 30 full-time tribe members now. Wow. And obviously, we've got a a slew of incredible freelancers that work with this as well. We've got. Oh, gosh, over 100 uh, freelancers that work with this. And is the way that I was going to say, because 25 to 30, I mean, you're basically, if you're doing 30 new authors per month to put this in contact, you're writing a new book every day. I mean, that yeah. is a lot of freaking content. So you use your 30 full-time people as like your point people strategy, and then they figure out how to manage the freelancers to take the, the audio scripts from the, the interview and convert it into actual written text. Exactly. You, you, you nailed it. Have you normalized it down to like a cost per word? Like, and because you do such big volume, you can really drive that down? Not necessarily a cost per word, and, and I would say this to you o overall as well, Nathan, we're, we're a relationship company, so we're always going to put the relationship in front of the process. The process has obviously got to be streamlined so we can publish the books, but if we have an author that will take uh, eight months instead of six and a half, then, then so be it. The end goal is, is, six and a half, is six and a half months, but we're looking for quality over pushing people through the process. To a freelancer, though, like I, 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 you even have a name like you said tribe members a freelancer it's harder to get them kind of emotionally bound to the company they're not there in the brewery in the warehouse you don't maybe call them tribe members you turn them on and off with the volume of your projects so how do you keep that kind of cost structure predictable i mean do you do it per word is it speed there must be some metric you do so so we we do flat cost and so they know what to expect going right into the project with this and and i would say this Minus a 1099, yep. which is the only thing that keeps our freelancers from being full-time uh, tribe members. That's the only uh, differential be between the two. We treat our freelancers with the, the utmost respect. And, and number one, here's the, the, the number one piece of feedback I get from all the freelancers is, wow, you guys pay on time. So they're, they're never waiting for their money. They know exactly when they're going to get paid. So we, I have found that in, in the gig economy for freelancers, Freelancers, many of them are treated like migrant workers, and, mm -hmm. and that's complete bullshit. So yeah. what we've done is completely raise the bar, and we get the best of the best freelancers. That's great. Um, talk to me about uh, where was I going to go with this? Um, oh, the book it's written. You can you can create a just a golden nugget. If nobody sees it, it's not going to sell. Do you right. help with this? I mean, this goes back to Tucker and his kind of balls to the wall strategy. Do you guys help with marketing and book sales or no? So we, we, we do, and, and now we're going to get into two sides of the company. What we found, Nathan, and, and indulge me here for a second, sure. is the great majority of our authors are coming to us for one of three reasons. They are looking for uh, credibility, thought leadership, or lead generation. And regardless uh, of what the three avenues are, that's what you're looking to expand upon on your career. You, you want more speaking engagements. You want more business. So what we found is, okay, if that's what they're coming for, then let us assist them with that. So we created a, a completely separate house in, under our parent company, Scribe, and it's called Thought Leader Media. And so we help them become that, that thought leader. We do the blog posts. 
We get them on LinkedIn, the trade publications, What's that the cost? podcast. Oh gosh, we've got different packages, Nathan. We've got anything from fifteen thousand up to seventy-five thousand a year for the the thought leader package. And why do you choose to use that pricing strategy in that model versus the one you just simplified in the actual book publishing process? It's because some people want different things out of being a thought leader, and so some just want their book out to a bunch of media outlets. Some uh, want the blog post. Some want the podcast. Podcast, some you know, and we're even working on uh, speaking part of it as well. So what what we, what we have to do is, is tailor to what the author is trying to accomplish. Of your 500 authors, 250 are still in progress. 250 have actually published. Of the 250 that have actually published, how many have chosen to engage you on the marketing side as well? So we, we've just rolled this out in Q1, and we've already picked up steam where we've got. I'd say we've got about 35 of them in, okay. in Thought Leader Media right now. That's great. Okay, and then give me the last question before we wrap up with a famous five. Give me the big sexy number of, of all the 250 books you guys have out and released. What, what are total book sales from, from Book in a Box authors? Total book sales, you know. Come on, this is the thing on your phone. It's like the dashboard. You wake up to every morning and refresh the shit out of it. No, the thing, the thing on my dashboard uh, that I refresh is where are we on revenue? Where are the authors throughout? Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, total book sales, I, I, I won't bullshit you, Nathan. I don't know that number off the top yeah, of my head. That's okay. I, I, it, was a, it was a shot in the dark there. Guys, big news. Last month was a huge month for the company I recently acquired, which was www.thetopinbox.com. I liked the company so much much when I met the person who created it. It lets you send emails later on Gmail, set up reminders like snooze almost to keep your inbox clean, do things like send auto follow-ups and do open tracking so you know when your emails get opened. It's great if you're in sales or CEO or trying to be more productive. So listen, I bought the whole company on the spot and I wanna tell you how I did it. I've showed the deal, by the way, to big smart people, private equity firms, VCs, and they're dumbfounded. They go, Nathan, how did you do this? We've never seen a deal like this. How did you do this? So I did an unbelievable deal and I wanna show you the income report. So for me to send you the income report, go to www.thetopinbox.com, click the red button that says install this on Gmail. And when you do that, my email will appear. It'll appear in a little uh, Gmail pop-up window. Send me an email and I'll reply immediately with the income report. And you can see how I'm buying and growing small B2B SaaS companies. That's www.thetopinbox.com. Totally free to try and use. www.thetopinbox.com. Good stuff, JT. Let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, it's going to be tough for you because I'm asking you to choose a baby, but what's your favorite business book? Favorite business book? I'm going to go with, um, oh gosh. It's uh, Cyrus the Great. It's a leadership book. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Jeff Bezos. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have, like Acuity Scheduling? Uh, Slack. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, between four and five hours. Okay, so got four and a half on average. And what's your situation? Married, single, you have kids? I am married and I have a three-year-old, a two-year-old, and a four-month-old. Wow, and you get, yeah. holy mackerel, and how old are you, JT? I am 45. All right, last question, man, take us home. Take us back 25 years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Oh, uh, that, 
I, I wish I could go back 25 years and realize that because I only have a high school diploma and I barely have that, it's not about the high school diploma. It's about the work ethic and the, the sacrifice you're willing to put, put in to, to achieve greatness. There you guys have it from JT, CEO of Book in the Box Diplomas. Do not matter. Father to three young kids. I can't believe this. And sitting on a, a company that's just growing wildly. Launched just two and a half years ago, 2015. No debt. No loans. No VC. 250 authors. They've helped write their books for about 25 grand a pop. 250 in the pipeline. They'll do, and they're averaging about 25 to 30 new authors per month. 30 folks, 30 full tribe members per month. Over 100 plus freelancers. They just broke 11.3 million bucks in total cumulative revenue since launch. JT, thank you for taking us to the top. Nathan, my man. Take care, buddy. I appreciate it. If you enjoyed JT today, go back and listen to Sherat yesterday. Sherat negotiated a great deal with Google, where Google bought a bunch of their beacons to distribute free Wi-Fi throughout India. His company is called Mobstack. 